And here they come. Louth, O'Brien, O'Neill, Conlon, White, Coleman, Bean, Riley, Cunningham, O'Donnell, Lynch, McDonnell, Rose, Smith, Blood, and me and... Breaks inside to Stephen White. The one man that can do it, and he's done it! A goal for Louth. Paulo Hanlon, a vital touch. Now he's Stephen White to his right. This must be it! It is! I don't believe it! Kildare must be out of the Leicester Championship. At midfield, wearing number eight, the first all-star ever from Louth, would you welcome Paddy Keenan. Arguably the most popular of tonight's winners, Paddy has led from the front for Louth since his championship introduction in 2003. Here's a chance for Rooney! What a goal by J.P. Rooney! And then it happened. Bean sends in from the sideline and Sean Cunningham finishes it at the net. Loud are in front. And here it is. Loud are All-Ireland champions for the third time. This week's Laird and Proud podcast is brought to you by Defy Sports Power. Ahead of the ladies' All-Ireland final next Sunday in Crow Park against Fermanagh, I caught up with our captain, Kate Flood, and this is her story. Joined here by one of Loud's greatest sporting ambassadors. You may not have heard of her, but she's probably one of Loud's best forwards ever produced. It's a run-up to the All-Ireland final, Kate Flood, Loud captain. Thanks very much for joining me. No problem, thank you. So I suppose before we talk about your All Ireland final. Did you watch the the men's one that was on at the weekend? Yeah, it was unreal. Some games they're playing now before the Saturday before our game, but yeah, it's they're just it's class. And hopefully, I know it's not going to happen, but we'll get a good enough crowd now at our game on the following the following, the following day, day up in, up in Cobar, yeah. I think it might be there might be a, a turnover like of people might hang around and stay on for that that camp out the, the triple field. header. Yeah, camp out <laughs> the field. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, we're hoping this year, like every year, there's more and more people coming to watch the women's football, which is great to see. So we're hoping then this year that there'll be a lot more, because it's more advertising and it's all social media and the message is getting out. So, yeah, hopefully, I heard that there is a lot from loud traveling up for the game. So once everyone's stressed and right, the right be That means a lot, see. does it? It means like... You- Oh yeah, definitely. Like everyone's family and friends that, that have travelled with us all year. Today out for them as well. But uh, yeah, all the underage girls and all like loads underage girls have been doing so well over the last yeah, year. Yeah. Like the football, the GA in for loud ladies is growing year in year out, and it's amazing to see. So yeah, it, it's great to, to see the people there, and then. To hear them then yeah, cheering yeah. you on the whole time. It is. You mightn't think, oh, they're not going to hear me, or whatever. But if they, you can definitely hear in the background, and it is something that will give you the extra boost in the game. Because I noticed actually when I was doing, I was down at John the Fourteen, the girls on the Fourteen, yeah. all Ireland. Yeah. I noticed there was a lot of senior players there watching as well. So yeah. That was brilliant. Yeah, no, you do. You try and get out as many games as possible just to give them that extra boost because they'd be lucky enough to us. They are playing loud on the rage to hopefully to progress on to the senior team so for us to go and help them and cheer them on I'd say we give them the extra boost and the same be for us on, uh, on Sunday uh, on the All-Ireland that when you have like the younger girls there and people cheering you on it does it does actually give you the extra momentum that you'd need Do you feel that responsibility? 
just like as a loud player to to inspire. No, not really. Like when you guys, you you just concentrate on the game that you're playing on your football. Like you don't be kind of thinking about what's going to happen after. So it's just kind of playing in the moment. And yeah, if we do well, it definitely is going to bring. Like it'll make other girls say, "Oh, I might go out and play again and see what it's about." So. What we do now as senior players, it definitely transpires then into the yeah. underage, especially clubs then as well. Getting your clubs involved with the women's club, with the women's teams, is a massive thing because that's where you start out. You start out playing for your club, and then you, you hopefully then go on and play with the loud team. But you carry yourself like as a loud player, and it's like something you're proud of. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, people be coming up to ask all about the football or match, and best to look at the matches I've got over the last couple of weeks about getting through the semi-final and then going on to uh, the final like those girls that are travelling that are away living away in uh, the other countries are coming home and they're looking to get tickets going for the games right, right, right. and all this so yeah I know it's it's massive little things like that you mightn't think they might they might mean it but no they are they're a massive uh, they do mean a lot to you and you notice as well with the club game it's, yeah. I would. I know you said it's growing it's, I think it's booming yeah yeah, like, club football definitely. The underage girls coming through, they're just they're pushing, they're pushing everything on, especially in club life. And have them, you might know who they are, but once you play against them, you're not going to forget them. It's the football, the, the football in loud, especially in the women's side, is progressing all the time. Why is that? Why do you think that is? Uh, I just think because women in the women in sport, it, it's growing the whole time. Like all being healthy enough and after yourself. That's what it's all kind of all about now. The whole, I think, going out and drinking and all that kind of era is, it's kind of, it's grown out, really. Everyone wants to be fit and look after themselves. And I suppose it's probably through schools then as well, promoting healthy eating and trying to be healthy and getting into Gaelic is just one of the really small things that you can get into and it's, it's working. And then there's also, I would say, see it that... Like girls want to get fitter and be more healthier rather yeah. than uh, the look and what have you. And what Gaelic gives them the team, yeah. that's what keeps it together. Yeah, no, it's a massive team spirit. Like with all the girls, we're friends off the field as well as we are on the field. Like, and then come to club, then you might, really, you might yes. be so friendly. <laughs> but like that, we played we club championship on uh, Sunday evening pass and then we were training last night with Loud and it was as if we didn't play against okay. each other that just completely you have to concentrate on, on Loud then but yeah no it's it's a social aspect then as well because you meet like you, every year a few of the girls might stop playing football but then you have another few girls coming in that you meet so it's there's a definite there's a massive social aspect as well which is good then to meet new friends yeah yeah I find that funny as well like he's actually played club like he's killed each other last week. Yeah. Now he's going to be playing, like, going for an All-Ireland final together this week. Yeah, yeah, well, I suppose it's kind of the way it is. Is it good really. though? Is it good preparation? Because, like, yeah, like Darren said, it's like we semi final of the championship on Sunday, and Darren says he goes, Great, don't hold back. He goes, There's no there's no point in telling us to hold back. So when you hold back, that's probably when you get injured. So you go out, you give it your all, and then when we came to training on Tuesday, that's it's finished with the games and some of the clubs, football's all finished now, and we just concentrate loud on what we have to do to, for the all Ireland time. Fair a few injuries, uh, bruises, yeah, maybe by stayed, which is yeah, yeah, but 
we'll get around them. So you find then the 2020 all that um, initiative is boosting the whole game and even boosting yourself. Yeah, your yeah. And what have you. the, the, the more everything's promoted, obviously everyone are, everyone's going to actually tune into it. Like if you don't know about something, you're not you're not you're not going to look at it. Do you know what I mean? So if people know about what football's going on or what events are happening for the women's side of things, well then there's a chance that people are actually going to watch it. And the fact that the some of the games are streamed live on Facebook was a massive thing. Is could be anywhere. Like my cousin yeah, in Australia yeah. was uh, she got up to watch it and everything. So that that was a big thing this year. I think that they were able to live stream not just the senior senior games it was the, the, the game, intermediate yeah. and the junior games and even like junior football doesn't get as much attention as senior and intermediate but this year it has got that extra wee bit more and it's it's paying off because people yeah you're, you'll watch the senior football but the junior football is growing then as well yeah yeah the whole so, standards have yeah, grown like. yeah no it's been good especially the social side of it when everything's been retweeted or being okay, shared on yeah. Facebook and when people are seeing it they are they are, they are tuning into it so it's, it's definitely going year in year out. So would you wish you had the twenty twenty initiative when you were growing up? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I think if it had been a couple of years ago it would have been it is it's definitely gonna get bigger and bigger each year. Yeah. yeah. But um it's it's growing. Could it be growing a wee bit faster maybe I don't know but uh, especially the G uh, the women's side is getting treated a lot better because there is there's a gap there between the men and the women but well but I don't think we'll probably get in power with the men but we're getting a lot more respected than we have been in the previous years and Camille you didn't have 2020 when you were growing up so how did you what inspired you or how did you get uh, what was your think- story I just love to play football. Uh, the Pats would be my local club and they're a fantastic club. Uh, and I suppose it was just starting start from there and then just going out. I was always out playing football. I wasn't one for reading books or I don't think I ever had a doll. So it was always a football Outdoor, and then uh, I my older brother then would be mad into football. Say, do you have brothers and sisters? I or? just have an older brother, yeah. Right. He would have been mad into football and then my dad's mad into football and we used to run the Lumpers pub and it was a, like a pub day the football team and it would be sport on every Sunday and it was just something I kind of grew up in. So You had no choice. No, not really. It's just, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I just, and uh, where we grew up, the sports field was across the road from us. So any chance I got, I was down the sports field with a ball, just running around, kicking about to myself or... Just then with the Pats, grew up with it, and uh, in the school, in Delario was my primary Delari school, and okay. uh, we'd Gaelic teams and we'd soccer teams, so um, it was just from there then, it just kind of, I just kind of kept at it. And so did you, you, did you start with the boys, with the boys team? Yeah, I would have started playing uh, soccer with Blorgan, is okay. where I started oh, out, soccer. with the boys team, and then I would have played with the Pats then as well and then um, with Blorg and I went on to play with Dundalk which is the women's side of it Yeah. because you can only play up to under 13s with Blorg and mixed 
and then you have to go into the women's side. So I went to Dundalk then, and then from Dundalk, I played up in Dublin for a couple of years with Rahini. Oh, yeah. um, and then I was lucky enough to be selected for some of the Irish teams. Underage. Underage, up to 15s, up to under 19s. But then trying to do the whole lot with Gaelic and soccer, then I had to. You had to choose. I had to choose then. So I think it was two years ago then I quit playing the soccer. Why did you? Why did it you was just too much. There was no. I signed for Nary City then, which was grand because it was a close club. And we done well with it. We entered into qualifiers for Champions League. We were playing over in Finland. And then the, that year when we came back, it just kind of folded, fell apart. So it would have been Belfast or Dublin. Okay. And when we meant traveling up for an hour's train and travel back down and then work and then doing club and then county. And it was just it was just all too much of the traveling then as well. So yeah, home board. Yeah. Yeah. It would, yeah, it would be fun. Uh, I went to America then playing Gaelic. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, You went viral then as well, one of your goals, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll tweet that link there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then I just had to choose either one. and the, Ga- the Gaelic was close to home, so I just stuck with it. And your, your Gaelic career, you were able to play an older age mixed. Um, I think it was up to maybe 14s then as well. If you stop playing mixed couple and then you just go into the Pats ladies team then. Okay. So, so it was from yeah. 14s then up to the senior team. Did you, who, you wouldn't have played, who would you play with? Any the Pats lads that would have won championships? Owen O'Connor or that? No. Uh, Who's your age group? Yeah, there would have been, I think Owen would have been one. Um, no, Darren O'Hanlon and them would have been too old. Oh, yeah. Lafty old, haven't you? He would have been younger again then as well. Yeah, I'm not too sure on that one, actually. So then you started you started then with the adult Pats ladies team. Yeah. And yeah. then took off from there. Yeah. Straight, yeah. straight in with Loud in 2010, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, well, I would have played with Loud underage. Yeah. There was a school, I remember being in Delargue's school, and there was some Loud competition, and the teachers would have put me forward for it. I think it was from kind of then I would have been on a Loud development squad, probably. And then 2010 was my first time with the senior ladies. Before, before you got with the ladies, did you know, you knew you were good, did you? Like I would have played under underage allowed the whole way up. And you knew like you are this is something right. I'm really good at and Yeah, but so, I enjoyed it. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Still do really enjoy football. I think that's the main part of it. If you're enjoying something, just stick at it. You're not happy with something, even if it's just in life in general or work or whatever. What's the point? If you really like I really enjoy playing the football and that is it's a happy place for me, so I just work harder and give it out. So then 2010, what season in you are? Yeah. Like a duck to water. <laughs> yeah, it was, I wouldn't say it was scary, but right. being a young one stepping into the senior lady scene there was, you had some big characters in it. But Who were the big characters back then? Who had you them? It's Juan Donald from a few Cooley girls, Juan Donald, and you had um, Orla Kerr, oh, yeah, been there, yeah. Grace Lynch, 
few of the Lynch's Grace, you had Tara, um, you had Anya McGee. Um, Good dresser to walk into though. Oh, yeah. Winner, for winners yeah. there. Definitely. The, the work they put in with loud in general was just they are they're brilliant puppers even to loud. Still playing, yeah. 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 They're, oh, they're a massive credit to their clubs and everything. Uh, like Graceland, she was just she was so driven. Like she was she wouldn't let you slack for a minute, like she was just pushing you on the whole time. Um, yeah, she's amazing. Brilliant. So that's nine years ago now. Yeah. Like you're you're the Grace Lynch now, cloud captain. Yeah. Is that is that the way you see yourself as a captain? Like are you driving girls on or are you more of a laid back captain? Or do you do your talking on the pitch? Uh, yeah, no, I'd be I'd be very chilled captain. Uh, I'd be I get on with all the girls very well, but I'd be more relaxed if they take the piss out of me the whole time right, right. <laughs> um, but um, well, if I have to say it they all tune in and listen to me and, and all, all that Like, and we're all very close so it's kind of we're very open like if someone has to say something you don't disagree with them you listen to what they have to say and you tune into that they're not saying it to get in anyone's back or to give out to anyone it's for our team to work on so to improve to improve so it, I just because I'm captain it doesn't mean I have to speak the whole time or that I get any special treatment it's the floor's open to anyone if they think something's going wrong they can approach me and I'll say it to Darren and we try and fix it together because at the end of it, it is a team sport it's all about one individual so it's, you work together and as a unit then we build and then push on and develop each other as well and do you find then, like, do you work hard and you get off the off like when you're not with Larry? Do you work? Do you spend a couple of hours in the pitch yourself? Or? Yeah, I go take well for the Anthem games. I went uh, taking free kicks before and I was. I actually my foot was bruised after seventy free kicks before. It was something that I knew I had to work on, uh, so I went out and I took seventy. Uh, free kicks before the the Antrim game just because in training we are focused on what we have to do as a team and you just have to take yourself out of that and do your own extra bits and free kicks is what I to work on and then I do gym sessions then during the week uh, just to get that side of the fitness right then as well but um, there's only so much you can do with training so you have to find that bit of extra time for yourself to go out and work on what you think you need to work on. And if it's free kicks or running solo with the ball or your hand passing or like if it was the keepers, like go out and work on that or your fitness or your strength. There's only so many hours in the day and you only train maybe twice with loud, but if you have that extra time, you, you need to use it and work on yourself. If there's, like if you're two or three girls go out, together they can work on a few different things right. but um, that's the way sports grown it's it's not just your ability to play football it's the fitness it's the strength it's your sleeping your eating and your recovery then is a massive part of it as well uh, have you found commitment levels have risen yeah recent yeah. seasons yeah yeah definitely 
we're training three times, so we'd have Tuesday and Friday, and then we're training again Sunday. And then you might have your club couple then in between that. And then you need you need to get some sort of recovery session in between that. That's going out to the beach and going into the water or the recovery rooms. And then you might have to go out and do your own recession or you're doing your own gym session. So it's it's very it's full on and it's a massive commitment compared to previous years. You'd be like, oh, I trained last night, so I'm not going to train tonight. But if you miss a training session, you're behind in that training oh, session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might know. We done. We could start a new drill on a Tuesday and try and we'll do it again on a Friday. And if you aren't there on Tuesday, you're miles behind because you don't know what's going on. So missing training sessions. It's just you just don't you don't do. It. Yeah, yeah. And then I've noticed as well, Defy have got involved and they're doing all your merchandise and your jerseys and yeah, that. Yeah. And they've brought a bit of hype towards it as well. The gear is nice as well. Yeah, yeah. No, they've they've come on board now. It's great to see that they've kind of dedicated themselves to us in a way and they've promoted, promoted us to have like for any of the jerseys that we got of the gear they were asking myself and a few of the girls out for photo shoots and all yeah, that yeah yeah which really came across really yeah. well and it promoted the loud ladies then as well and promoting their gear so yeah no having them on board it's it's been great for us and them. And has the has the game changed as well as all like the hype and the like influence and all? Yeah, that? it's like the strength side of things. Like girls are, you used to be off your anyway. You could kick a ball or run. You could get on to a team, but it's the skill levels and everything's changed. And then like the strength of different teams and even just girls that are like they're clever now like it's not a matter of just hand pass or just kicking it and hoping to see where you go like you're looking up to see where where's the best pass and give the girl in the better position and it's definitely the whole skill set is all come on well, yeah, tactically yeah. as well yeah 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 it definitely has come on in the last few years you're, uh, so with that uh, I remember last year in the semi-final um in Derry, sorry, yeah. in Tyrone against Derry. Yeah. Um, probably one of the best goals I've ever seen. The one that have to have extra time. Um, when you you you'll be a street footballer, I'd say. Like. Yeah. Well, I think that's probably come from playing the soccer then as well. Yeah. Well, you were soccer style finish. Yeah. Yeah. It just. Just the ball, I just dropped the ball before and kind of tapped it in. Like, I, I would, I didn't think of it, it was just I knew I had that in my bag, I just kind of pulled it out. But, uh, yeah, it's clever football's being played a lot now, more so than kind of the old fashioned football. But it's definitely it's, it's moving in the right direction for, for ladies. And as well as ladies' football, you're, you're seen as one of the leading lights, and that's been proven in your uh, transfer to Australia I don't know how that's going to work out being a home board but talk us through that was it um, that goal that got you noticed or has it been, have you been on the radar or? yeah well when I won the junior player of the year last year there's a cross quarters or like an agency crowd and they contacted me then to see would I be interested in going over to Australia and playing AFL and they get like they get me forms to fill out, and I just felt my thinking absolutely not. Won't no, hear back from them oh, again. No, not a chance. And then 
they kept contacting me and giving me other wee bits and then we uh, they were setting up into Skype interviews with a Fremantle club and then um, they were giving me like just drills to do and see how I'd get on and see if I'd like it if I was interested so I just said why not go for it so I had my interview and uh, they were all happy with it and I just sent videos of um, your skills is it of the Gaelic side of it and then I sent them the link of the dairy the goal against oh, dairy yeah. <laughs> and um, of other goals that were just I found on Facebook from when I was way in uh, America oh, yeah. and then a couple of years before and they just liked this, they liked what they seen and they gave me a contract so it just kind of all went from there so when 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 does this dare start well their see their present season is November and December and then January, February, March is the actual season. So it's really only five months. So it's a short season, but um I'll hopefully be going over at the end of October. Then jump straight into it. Yeah, yeah, like it it'll be unbelievable experience. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. That's the whole thing about it. Like there's something I couldn't say no to really. Because here like I've dedicated most of my life, life to gain a couple of years now than I was like, look, it's, the contract is only for a year and it is only five months, so I can go over and just see how I go and then hopefully then I'll travel for a while and then I might come back then and get stuck back into Gaelic and then hopefully if go I do again, well, yeah, hopefully yeah. I'll get a second contract and just kind of go from there. Amazing, yeah. And there's a lot of Irish girls going over now as well, so... Yeah, yeah, I'm looking up there. There's community in that over there as well. Yeah, Onya Tyke from um, Leitrim is signed from the same club, so at least there's two of us going over to the one club, so it's uh, that'll be a help to us. But, uh, yeah, no, looking forward to it. Scared you, about it, but okay. looking forward to it. Well, um, before we you get too far ahead, there's an All-Ireland finalist Sunday yeah. looming. Um, he was there last year. Yeah. It was kind of a very emotive time last year with the passing of yeah. Hall and that all came to the surface. But you were telling me beforehand his uh, his wife is still in touch and very much involved. Yeah, no, Mary, she's come to maybe one or two of the games this year. Uh, and we went, we training the morning before his uh, mass. So we went to training and then all the girls, the girls that didn't even know him, they were only new to the panel this year. We all went to his uh, mass then because uh, we trained close to us that, that uh, morning. And then Mary invited us all back to the house for um, just for a wee chat or whatever. And uh, then last night at training, she sent us a wee card. She's going to America today, actually, and she's missing the game. So she just kind of wanted to wish us the best of luck and that she'll hopefully be able to watch it when she's over there. And... Uh, yeah, she's an amazing woman. He was an absolute character. Um, but yeah, she's still in touch and she always be asking Darren and Bridget how we're getting on. And uh, yeah, no, it's great to see that she's she's still um, wants to see how we're getting on. It bonded just like, yeah. it bonded the whole panel, probably the whole county as well. He's an unfinished business as well. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, we got to all Iron Final last year and it just I don't know if the whole thing of the whole year like losing him and because we had a lot of young players and I suppose 
no one expected that was going to happen in the middle of the year because the following week we had a Leinster final and Darren stepped in uh, as manager then and he didn't want to kind of come in and say about kind of forget about it this is my team he tried to carry that whole thing that it was me whole team the whole way through and uh, it could have been the whole situation with the whole year that we got to all Ireland final and it just it just didn't work out because we we didn't show up Limerick was far the better team so this year we've we've been there and this year we know what we're about and we're, we're concentrating on what we have to do and we're working really hard to fix the things that they're not necessarily broken but there's things there to be fixed and that's what to do. And what, what, what would you take the most like in terms of learning from last year and but I know the experience you, you have that you know, obviously year on yeah you. that would even stand like even just being to Crow Park before because like, it's it's a massive stadium like the pitch is huge the whole occasion of it it can bottle up like if you go out and you're looked at and you're not really concentrating on what you have to do right. like you have the big screen there you've, you're doing the play before it the whole the whole day is a massive day for, for any of the girls you start out playing as young girl with your club and then you move to county and that's one day hopefully you might get to play club bar yeah. it's a big occasion so we're lucky enough that a lot of the girls have been there last year so it's going to be literally you know what the dressing room is about like you, you know all that so we're just concentrating on solely on playing the football that we need to play and the pitch is massive so we're hopefully going to be able to use that to our advantage and, um, Do you know much about the opposition? Have you history with Fermanagh? I know they came down last year. Yeah, well, we've played Fermanagh in the league and uh, we've backed them. And, uh, but they played London in the semi final and we played London. We only beat them by a point. So for them to beat them, we stayed on and watched the first half of their game. And London looked the better team for So Fermanagh to come out and beat them, it shows the real character on their side. It's. I've always said it coming to a final day in Crow Park. It's anyone's game. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's just about how well you prepare yourself and just that that morning make sure that it's you're not kind of in the distance. Concentrate on the the day. You have to concentrate on the game more so than the actual being in Crow Park. Anything. Well. I'll speak about as a loud person, I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Okay, Flood, thanks very much for coming on and telling your story. No. Best of luck. Cheers, thank you. I hope you enjoyed Kate's story um, as much as I did. Um, great player and overall a great ambassador for Loud. Uh, we, it's something we, we can definitely get behind, get behind her on Sunday she said it's all all about in between the white lines not the noise that goes on around it they've learned from that from last year and hopefully they'll, they'll do the business on the week um, really really looking forward to the game I'll be up with it myself to play for Mana hopefully they do the business um, later on in the week or this weekend I'll have another pod on the way um, it'll be a semi-final preview for uh, the Junior and Intermediate Championships There'll be a League All About It show on Sunday after and during the Cardinal O'Donnell final between Nave Martin and RD. Should be a good game. Um, RD has, is their last game of the season and the Martins are just Mr. Consistent uh, around the county. There's three Cardinal O'Donnell finals in a row. 
they won the first senior adult trophy two years ago, beaten last year by the Blues. So two teams eyeing each other um, should be a really good game. So I'll have updates and what have you and uh, a full live report, league all about the show after in the Grove on Sunday night. So jam-packed weekend on the podcast anyway and all across the county. There's also a breakfast month in Trans covering so you can meet and greet the loud ladies as well. I forgot to mention that. That's from 9 to 12 on uh, Sunday morning. This Finally, thanks to Defy for sponsoring the podcast. Check them out at defy.ie. And they also have a whole range of LGFA, loud lady stuff up there if you want to get ready and get it out in the final. So thank you for that and chat to you soon. Chick that.